0: Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most
1: of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber.
0: Thank you, Steve. Today, I'll be interviewing a work camper who now recruits other work campers to help at an RV resort located in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas, less than 15 miles from the Mexican border. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile and operating a small business on the road, plus everything you need to know about work camping, how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Ann Strepper has been a work camper herself since 2014. Today, she is responsible for recruiting work campers for the 720-site Trophy Gardens RV Resort in Alamo, Texas. It is located about 90 miles west of South Padre Island and is about as far south in Texas as you can get. She and her husband had been traveling in a fifth wheel when they took a job at Trophy Gardens in 2022, fell in love with the area, and agreed to stay on full-time. Although they live in the park model at the resort, the couple still uses their RV for recreational trips. Trophy Gardens is a combination of an RV park and mobile home community. It features a swimming pool, two hot tubs, a gymnasium, two sewing rooms with heavy-duty equipment, a nine-hole golf course, pickleball courts, woodshop, and what they call a cozy room used by knitters and people who like to play cards. The resort plans entertainment every Thursday and Sunday nights and hosts dancing every Saturday night. It is located just 15 miles from Mexico and many residents of the park like to walk across the footbridge to go shopping and enjoy truly authentic Mexican food. Right now, there are five work campers helping at the resort, and Anne is looking for people who would like to spend the winter of 2023 in South Texas. She will need about six work campers next winter to help with the resort and the restaurant. The work campers are involved in housekeeping, landscaping, and painting on days when there isn't a lot of wind. They also help maintain the recreation areas. Even though the resort is open year-round, work campers are needed from November through April when demand is highest. There's no financial compensation to work at Trophy Gardens, however, work campers generally put in only about 15 hours per week per person to get a full hookup site with free electricity. Work campers also get free access to laundry facilities and receive complimentary tickets to the dances and other events at the resort. To tell us more about her own work camping experiences, her candle-making hobby, and of course, the resort for which she is recruiting work campers, please welcome Ann Strubert from Trophy Gardens RV Resort to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Ann. I appreciate your time. I understand that you are a work camper who now hires work campers. Tell us about your employer.
1: Yes, I actually work for um, Trophy Gardens RV Resort here in Alamo, Texas, and it's owned by the Wilder Corporation, who has, um, they have, I don't remember the exact number of RV resorts here in Texas, but also in Florida. And happy to be here. Really loving the Rio Grande Valley. And I'm very thankful for this opportunity to talk to other work campers. Hopefully some of you all get to meet in frequent someday.
0: That's excellent. And how long have you been working here?
1: We got here. We started in on May first, actually.
0: Of last year?
1: I'm left here, yeah. so, of last year, yes, May first, twenty twenty-two. Yeah.
0: So, does that mean that you've come off the road to take this?
1: I we still have our RV with us, but the organization has provided us a park model that we're living in right now. But we're not yet willing to part with our fifth wheels just yet. It is our third one, and so we we're pretty in love with it. And we would like eventually to go back out of the road. We are pretty happy here, but that yeah, we do enjoy being on the road for sure.
0: So tell us about Trophy Gardens. What's it like? How big is the park?
1: We have, right now, I have about 570 people that are actually here. And but we have, I want to say, about 720 sites. And it's a mixture of mobile home, park miles, and RVs this time of year, year round. But more RVs this time of year. We also have some storage up front. We have a swimming pool, two hot tubs, a gym, a a cozy room that's used for knitting and card play. We have a, a pool hall that's separate from the rec hall. We have pixel ball. Oh my goodness, I'm going to forget it all. Okay. We have a long arm. For, for those of you that quilt house there, you know what a, a long arm is. And we have two few sewing rooms because they're very popular here. And we have duffel board. We have a nine holes off course that we share with our neighboring park, Winter Rare. And we have a wood shop that includes not just the saws and all that equipment, but they also do wood burning in there. And I'm sure I'm leaving something out, but I think I got it for the discovery.
0: Sounds like a city, not just an RV park. My goodness.
1: <laughs> I have a very active and incredibly friendly group of folks here. They, yeah, they are constantly doing something. The red hall lights go on when they, they, the housekeepers get there at 6.30 and they stay on well into the night. We have a dance every Saturday night that goes until 10 o'clock. we try to have entertainment on both Thursday and Friday nights as well. So we bring in this past Thursday, we brought in a uh, rock and roll band and had a dance. Sometimes we bring foolish with, sometimes comedy. So yeah, they keep very busy, very busy.
0: I looked it up on a map, and if you get a good head start and have the right winds, you could probably toss a stone from your park into Mexico.
1: Yes, that is a very popular thing for them to do as well. Progreso is very welcoming to us. It is a footbridge, or you you can drive, but most of us choose to take the footbridge over there. They are very welcoming. My favorite thing to get over there is Mexican vanilla. I've known Mexican vanilla since childhood, and if you haven't had it, I highly recommend it pretty good stuff and, and of course they go down there because antibiotics, some of their prescriptions that would be more costly here are much cheaper down there. A lot of dental work. Yes, they're very welcoming to us and we certainly enjoy the food down there too.
0: How many work keepers are you looking to hire this year? Or next
1: um, at next year, so right now I have five because I have two couples and a single and that the single applied said. I actually, I wanna, I know Spanish and I wanna be able to work at a restaurant down there to be flexible with my schedule. And you're very willing to accommodate that, as I've been in the red, restaurant industry as well. But we can probably do six next year. And I have a long list of, I, I certainly encourage them to participate in the activities and I actually work with the activities office to let them put some of their volunteer hours in with the activities office as well.
0: Can solo work campers apply for this job or do you prefer couples?
1: Absolutely. Yes. I have at the moment, I have plenty of sites available. So yes, I can definitely do solo.
0: That's great. What are some of the jobs that they'll be doing?
1: So right now I have a lot of painting to do, but unfortunately down here in South Texas, I also have a lot of wind. Some of the days that I plan for painting that doesn't exactly happen. We do have 18 efficiency apartments that turnover. Not a lot per se. A lot of the folks that come down are here for a month or longer. So there's not a high turnover, but there are it like February. The guests that are here want somebody to come down for a week, three days, stuff like that. So there's probably a little more turnover there. And this year. The Weiler Corporation bought a uh, 5 used travel trailer that, for the most part, those are also being rented monthly, but they do require some work as well. So those need to be cleaned. Fortunately, the rest of the housekeeping type things, I do have two full-time housekeepers on staff, so they take care of the restrooms in the rec hall, the restroom at the golf course, things like that, in the art room and the pool hall. They take care of all that stuff.
0: So I would imagine that Trophy Gardens is open year-round, but do you need work campers all year-round or during specific season?
1: For the most part, the largest need is during high season from November to April, but I would certainly love to have somebody down here if they're worrying to take the heat. The painting is still there. Yeah, I could certainly keep some busy if they're willing to come down. Absolutely.
0: How many hours do work campers typically work for you?
1: They do 15 hours each for the, and that covers their site and electric. 15 hours each per person per week.
0: And that covers the site and what? Oh, electric.
1: And electric. Okay. And of, course, a lot of water and a free.
0: Are they paid for any hours beyond that? No. Okay.
1: I don't have anything offered for pay.
0: So a free site for 15 hours a week. And is that? per work camper then or per couple or per site
1: per person
0: per person okay so if a couple was there it'd be 30 hours if a solar was there it'd be 15 hours
1: and the solo actually i do 20 sorry okay <laughs> very
0: good just wanted to clarify that are there any yeah. other perks that come with that besides the 40 site and the electric No,
1: so i certainly yes they have you can i look at facilities whenever they want and I I offer free laundry. I give out free dance tickets for Christmas. We took everybody out to a really good Chinese restaurant. And I'll certainly probably do something if anybody's still around for Easter. And whenever we have employee meals or anything like that, like safety meetings, we have employee meals. I certainly provide that. And I know for a fact that the guests are very happy with them and sneak them little gifts, et cetera. yeah, they're well taken care
0: of. <laughs> what kind of traits, qualifications, or training are you looking for in a work camper?
1: I don't have anything. I try to, during the interview process, see what their interests are and do my best to cater to that. I have a couple right now during the interview. They said, we love to paint. And I was like, oh, that just warms my heart. I have a toothbrush for you. oh. <laughs> uh, no, no sense of training. My, my solo learned how to use a power washer the other day for the first time. No, I have been very fortunate that everybody that I've worked for, when I said I wasn't sure how to do that, had the patience to teach me. And so that, and my husband is very patient to teach me lots of handyman sized skills. So I try to pass those along. Yes, my solo, I said, I'm going to build your resume for you. I'm going to help you build your resume. Like I said, I've had so many others that have done that for me. So I'm trying to do that for others.
0: That's a really helpful thing to do for work campers. So on behalf of them, thank you. That's cool. And do you recruit all year long or do you recruit specific times during the year?
1: No, I would say we started this last time. We started in July. We put the ad out in July and... Okay. Yeah. What's
0: involved in your hiring process?
1: Just an over-the-phone interview, and it doesn't have to be a work camper resume. That's obviously our preference, but I still ask for the photos of the person and the rig if they're not provided on the resume.
0: Is there an age limit on the rig?
1: No. No, as long as I see recent pictures.
0: Okay. We no. just want to make sure that it looks good.
1: Yeah. And it'll yeah. fit
0: in with the park. Okay. Yeah. And what can a work camper do to really stand out among the other applicants if he wants the job? Is there anything?
1: Oh, yeah. As long as they're happy and enthusiastic and seem to have some knowledge about the area, I find that very appealing when they actually looked at the website, and known where it was at, and called, to set up interviews before, and and they answer the phone, who are you again? That's putting to me, like they forgot who they applied to, kind of thing. That, okay. That I, but other than that, I feel like we just do a, a pretty extended interview and we've had great success so far. And what
0: draws people to your area? What can the work campers do during their free time?
1: Believe it or not, there's a lot of history and culture here that I know I wasn't familiar with. And, yeah, there is a lot of good food. And it's not just Mexican food, believe it or not. There's a diversity. Like I mentioned, the Asian restaurant is excellent here. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, it's a mixture of cultures. And, the, yeah, there's Art Museum, Van Gogh. I think that just left on the 12. But, yeah, there's definitely Art Museum. There's a large library. There's a Santa Cruz. Wildlife Center, there's a, believe it or not, there is a stained glass museum here that is, has window, church windows from all over the world. Really? From different centuries, yes. It is a really incredible place. I highly recommend it. It's called the Gelman Museum. And the collector, I want to say, was a doctor who traveled the world and just started collecting them and needed a place to put them. And it took them six years to build the building. And it looks like a regular church, only there's no windows. All the windows are on the inside with special lighting behind them so that you can appreciate them. And it's well worth a visit for sure.
0: And you're only about three and a half hours from San Antonio, it looks like, And about yeah. six hours from Houston. But probably, And Corpus Christi is in there. And of course, that means the Padre Islands, which attract a lot of people yeah. to that area.
1: Yes, South Padre, i about, about an hour and 20 minutes. Yes. Lots to see down there at the beach, lots of great r- seafood restaurants.
0: If people wanted more information about this work camping opportunity, where could they find it? Oh. Or how would they apply?
1: Uh, to the ad on Work Camper News.
0: Okay. Does the park or resort have a website?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you stumped me. (laughs)
0: That's all right. I'll come back to that. So you have been working as an RVer and work camper for how many years?
1: In October, it'll be nine years.
0: Nine years. And what prompted you to get into that lifestyle?
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) This is a story. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My husband and I bought a candle business and... My nickname, my childhood nickname was candle. The Appalachian. So it was called Appalachian Candles. And we got married at a car show in northern Michigan called the St. Ignace Car Show. Anybody from Michigan has probably heard of it. So that's where we got married. So we took the candle business to sell the candles to the St. Ignace Car Show. We met a gentleman who was selling sunglasses and he said he went out throughout all of michigan in the summer selling sunglasses and then he went to arizona for the winter and that night was our wedding anniversary and we looked at each other and we're like what are we doing so wrong we're shoveling snow hauling firewood and and wow and this these winters here are a lot of work and 30 minute commute one way to jobs oh my goodness that sounds fun so we decided maybe we could take this candle business thing on the road. Then we started looking into the cost of doing those types of shows and we're taking gas into consideration. And we're still not retirement age. We're still in our 30s. We're not really sure how this is going to work. So then we got on to Living at RV dream, the Facebook page, and we started seeing this thing called Wolf camping, And we're like, Maybe we could do this work camping thing and do the candle business and that would fund our fun and our travel. So then we, I came down to trying to move into the motorhome and make this dream reality and we part of Amazon Camper Camperforce. We we're like, that's it. That's our leap into it. So we went and worked at Amazon in Murfreesboro, Tennessee in October of 2014. And never look back.
0: Do you still sell candles?
1: We do. Yes. Yes.
0: From your own website?
1: Uh, I don't have a website. I just have a Facebook page. Okay.
0: And where could people find information about your candles?
1: Apple Annie's Candles on Facebook.
0: And how do you spell that?
1: Apple and then Annie's is A-N-I-E-S and then candle.
0: Apple Annie's Candles at facebook Mm -hmm. we'll be sure to link to that in the show notes and so where have you traveled in these many years
1: okay so from amazon camper force in Murfreesboro, tennessee we went down to umatilla florida we met some friends at amazon camper force and spent one month in umatilla from there we went and spent some time we mooched out at a friend's in arcadia (laughs) florida And then we went home to, at the time we were set up at a flea market in Mile, Michigan. So we went home and sold the candles there. Was that the when the fire was? Yeah. Okay. So then that we went home in April. There was a fire at the flea market in May. While the fire was happening, my husband said, if if we can find a work camp job in the Keys, we're going to go, the Florida Keys. And I said, okay. The following month was our wedding anniversary, and we were in the Florida keys at a work camp job at Jolly Roger RV Resort in Marathon. We were there for three years and decided that we really enjoyed this lifestyle, but we really wanted to spread our wings and potentially get into management. And we because we really enjoyed the lifestyle. So we left there and went to Mystic Quarry in Canyon Lake, Texas. We were there for about a season, about six months, and then went to Washington State, Hoodsport Washington, in Washington State, and the name of that park was Dow Creek. We did that, I think that was another about six months, and they said, we really like the job that you're doing. We have a bigger park on the coast. Do you want to go? And we said, oh, sure, we'll go try out the coast. Wow, it rains a lot. Oh. and so we did that for a while and that that was a big challenge, that was a really big park and the rain was difficult and trying to get things accomplished and <laughs> didn't rain and 40 hour wind was tail so he we said, well, sunny at Arizona looks fun, so we went down to Crossing ground to Arizona at the Ouija Valley RV Resort and did that for a while and then we decided wow, it's really hot here it's crazy. So then we went to Ocachobee, Florida for a bit. And then Oregon, back to Oregon, up to Oregon and decided it still rains too much. It's not very nice there. And then we came here to the Rio Grande Valley.
0: So you've been all over the country pretty much. Yeah. 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 Are there still some places you'd like to visit someday?
1: Yeah. We're still missing a corner. We got to go to Maine.
0: That's a fun place to go.
1: What are your favorite
0: places that you've been to or the favorite experiences that you've enjoyed while RVing and work camping?
1: Yosemite to me was breathtaking. We, on our way down here, we went to Yosemite and it was absolutely everything I ever could have imagined. Plus, that was a really magical place for me. Yosemite? Yes. I loved it. Yosemite. Our favorite park to work in was probably Dow Creek and Hoodsport. We were right at the base of the Olympic Mountains and it was pretty magical, too. Yeah, it's beautiful up there. And let's see. Yeah, we've had a lot of great experiences for sure. Yeah.
0: Have you That's- faced any challenges while you've been RVing?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like all sounds big, right? Isn't that part of the fun? Yeah. As we were talking, <laughs> I was remembering that we spent about a month of waiting on an RV repair in Las Vegas last year. And yes, that was challenging. It was challenging. That's your home and you have to leave it and somebody's got to fix it. And actually the, the issue had happened on our way to Oregon. So we had to leave it in Las Vegas. And while we were in Oregon, fortunately they had an apartment for us to stay in for our job in Oregon, but then when we left Oregon, it still hadn't been completed. So we had to find a place to live in Las Vegas and stay there and store everything in a storage locker. Yeah.
0: And that would be expensive place to be stranded.
1: But we did while we were there, we worked at a, a trade show. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a trade show where we met A German gemologist and a German jewelry designer, and we worked there for them, and that was a pretty, pretty interesting experience to learn about their culture and stuff like that. So that was fun. fun.
0: Do you travel? Do you travel with any children or pets?
1: We travel with an English bulldog named (laughs) He is our best buddy, and he actually he's mostly white, but he has a brown apple on the side of him.
0: He's the mascot then for Andy Annie Apple Annie's candles.
1: Exactly. It's definitely my dog. Yeah.
0: Very good. How long do you expect to be at this job in Texas? For a while yet? Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll stay for a while because we we certainly enjoy the area and and I can't emphasize enough, enough the amazing people here. You have an amazing group of people here.
0: Do you have any advice for people who are considering becoming a work camper or jumping into the RV lifestyle?
1: I'm the first one to say that it is not for everybody, but I highly encourage anybody to give it a try. It is, we are only regret for the lifestyles that we didn't start here.
0: That I hear so, yeah. that a lot. If people wanted to connect with you or learn more about the opportunity to work at your RV park. Where could they get information?
1: So go to www.rvresorts.com, and then all of the Wilder resorts should pop up, and then you would go to Trophy Garden.
0: Very good. And they would find your email address or telephone number?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Super.
0: Thank you very much, Ann. I really appreciate the time. It sounds like you've had a very enjoyable experience RVing and have stumbled on a job that you really love long enough to come off the road and work there for quite some time.
1: Yes. Yeah. We're looking forward to more adventure
0: here. I'd like to thank Ann Strupper for coming on the show to talk about work camping at Trophy Gardens RV Resort in Alamo, Texas. There are no special skills required to work at Trophy Gardens RV Resort, but Ann can really use people who enjoy painting. The application process involves an interview to see what types of things work campers like to do, and if they have personalities that will fit nicely with the other guests at the park. People who want to stand out with their applications can do so by reviewing information from the resort's website and explaining how they could fit into the community. There are a lot of things to do in the area, including a large art museum and library in the vicinity. Another museum features stained glass windows from churches around the world. The Santa Ana National Wildlife Refuge and several other nature centers are also located within a few minutes of the resort. The very popular tourist area of South Padre Island is only 90 minutes away, and the exquisite San Antonio Riverwalk is less than three hours away. For more information about Trophy Gardens, visit www.rvresorts.com forward slash trophy gardens. You can find the resort's telephone number and email address on that page. I also enjoyed the tales Anne shared about her own RV adventures, the places she worked as a work camper. I especially enjoyed the story about how she was selling candles at a car show in Michigan nine years ago when she encountered a work camper who was selling sunglasses at various events in the summer and heading to Arizona for the winter months. Even though they were in their 30s, it didn't take long for Anne and her husband to realize they could take their candle business on the road as well. To connect with Anne, visit www.facebook.com forward slash Apple Annie's Candles. Today's episode was sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, You'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all I have for this week's show. Next week, I promise to feature the interview with a woman who is traveling and work camping with her children. I'll share their experiences on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.